Hi, I'm Emmy. And I'm Mago. And this is the Five Things Podcast. Well, hello, Emmo. Hi, Mago. It's not just me here today. I know. You have someone sitting next to you. Who is that? I do. I have Sarah. Um, this is one of Mago and my very good friend, Sarah. Sarah. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Yay, Sarah. <laughs> Sarah has joined us today because, well, really just because she is our number one fan. She might be number one. Number one out of, I don't know, five, <laughs> ten, however I many do, there are. I do have to interject on behalf of my Sarah that lives oh. here in Denver, who you guys know, who sends me a message after every episode with her thoughts. Well, I think you're going to tell her to add me to that string because Sarah sends both of us a box she does. after every episode. I do. She does. And we, we break things down together. So we decided what better podcast to invite her on than the one we're going to do today because it is um, a subject that we all love and mm-hmm. we like to talk about when we're together. So I'm not sure what it says about us, but that we love I this know. topic. It says that we're awesome. Okay. And we're gonna be we're gonna open a private investigating firm Sunday. Oh, that's right. oh, it's yeah. gonna happen, guys. It really is. Um, so, that reminds me. Well, I'll get to it later. Okay. So, are are you gonna tell us our topic today? I think I will. Okay, <laughs> I'll go ahead and do that. Okay. So we today we're gonna share our five favorite podcasts, which all happen to be true crime podcasts because that's how we roll. Um. But the three of us are all obsessed with true crime podcasts. Yeah, we really, unapologetically. Unapologetically, for sure. I used to apologize for it, and now I just don't. No, No. I don't at all. And I, You know what? It's my sense of, I I have like, I'm like, what is it? Why? Why do I love the true crime podcast? But I think it's, I think it's my sense of justice. Justice. I was just Mm going to say that too. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, anyway, whatever it is, maybe we're morbid. Whatever it is, we love true crime. <laughs> or we just like mysteries. Yeah. I mean, I don't maybe know. Maybe not morbid. I was going to say who doesn't, but you know who doesn't? Nathan. He doesn't. Yeah. There's a whole lot of people that don't do this genre. Yeah. No. Yeah. But it's okay. So anyways, if you are like us, which I'm assuming you are because you listen to us, then <laughs> you <laughs> hopefully will enjoy this episode where we're going to break down five of our favorite true crime podcasts. Okay, number one. Number one is called In the Dark. Um, this one has two seasons. The first season is about a kid named Jason Wettering. Jacob. Wetterling? Jacob. That was Jacob. Right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank Sorry. you. Jacob mm-hmm. Wetterling. Sarah with her notes. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, nervous. I have notes too, and I still got it wrong. Um, so <laughs> Sorry, basically, we got you. Jacob Wetterling was, I think, a 12-year-old. Was he 12? The 12-year-old boy. According to my notes, he was 11. Oh, 11-year-old mm-hmm. boy in Minnesota. Okay, Sarah has to be on every episode. We're not very good at that. <laughs> she should be our, we have said before, she should be our fact yeah, checker. Because she's, yeah, yeah, that would be a great job for her. Um, anyways, he um, was kidnapped, um, like basically riding his bike with a friend and his brother. And then eventually was found he had been murdered. And the case went unsolved for like 27 years. Mm-hmm. And... It was a very um, – anyway, this this case ended up driving some laws into place um, that basically Jacob's mom and then – what was that other girl's name? Polly? 
Yeah, I don't have that fact. Megan, fact Megan's Law, because it's called Megan's Law, yes, right? Yes, yes. Okay. Um, the, these two moms kind of got together and got these laws passed that made child sex offenders, well, sex offenders in general have to be registered mm-hmm. and there to be a public database of the sex offenders um, in your area. And it's just an interesting look on this because they actually end up talking about how the Jacob's mom kind of regrets the way mm-hmm. that that went. Yeah, that was so because, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really interesting because it's created this system in which um, sex offenders that get out of the prison system basically have nowhere to go and there's um, like no way to reform them. And anyway, right. it's interesting that part of it. But anyway, that was the first season. So good. I loved it. I listened to That was one of my ago. first season one. Of Me too. In the dark. It was like, I, I listened to Serial, which who didn't? Mm-hmm. Of course. And I, I'm pretty serial. sure yeah. this was one of the very next ones that it was like me dipping my toes in to the genre. I think me too. I yeah. think me too. And I really liked it. And then season two was already out at the time. And I started listening to season two and I listened to like the first episode and I kind of lost interest. And then I never finished it. And then years later, someone, I don't remember, was it you? Maybe it you wasn't me because you got oh, me I told you about it. Season okay. Two, and I was. You got me fired up about it. Well, so anyway, down the line, I ended up going back to season two, and then it was so good. Mm -hmm. I just hadn't gotten into it enough, Um, and now we're all completely obsessed with this. And season two is, um, there's like a lot of breaking news, breaking developments happening. that's what makes it so so fun. It's still going on. Yeah, we're going to not give you too many details about season two because um, we don't want to give you any spoilers because it happens like real time as they are recording the podcast, things are happening, so Highly, highly, highly recommend it. Um, but season two is about a man named Curtis Flowers who had been tried six times for the same crime, which they explain why it wasn't double jeopardy and how this court system has been able to try him six times for the same crime. He kept getting um, – there was a couple times he won an appeal, and then a, a couple times it was a mistrial. Yeah, there was hung juries. Yeah, they had like a hung jury once. They had a mistrial once, I think, or twice maybe – but every time the prosecutor, whose name is Doug Evans, Ew. which Ew. yes, oh, I wish we had like a, I wish we had a sound effect oh, every time yeah. we said Doug Evans. Yeah, ew, that could be ew. a sound effect, like a toilet flushing. We do not care for Doug Evans. He keeps prosecuting him again, despite the fact the cases are dismissed. So, um, it's a fascinating story. It takes place in Winona. Georgia? Georgia. Yeah, mm-hmm. Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> which is a very small t- rural town in Georgia with a whole lot of racial tension. Um, and we got, and, we have a friend, we have a yeah. mutual friend who lived there briefly. So we got all kinds of backstory from her on. We saw pictures. Winona. Yeah. 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 And it's, she gave it's basically good everything info. that you would imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty, it's interesting given the state of what's happening in the country right now, it's it, it definitely plays into that whole, like, oh, it's yes. It's definitely a, it, a racial. Yeah. For those people who are trying to say right now that racism does not exist, go ahead and listen to season two of In the Dark, Seriously. and you will see that it is alive and well. Very much yes. so. Yeah. So, um, anyway, really good one. Highly recommend it. Madeline Barron is the um, woman, the documentarian, and she's, I love her. I think she's so good. That's all you're going to say about it? There's so much well, to say. I feel like it's, well, I I feel like it's the podcast that we've all felt the most um, infuriated, passionate. For sure. Like, yeah. Just so many feelings about this podcast because it just 
it really evokes all those feelings out of when you yeah. listen to it. I mean, I, I just love, I love, I love, I love Curtis Flowers. Oh, I, I know. Love, I want to hang out with him. We love Curtis Flowers. We love, we love him. And when they don't even add, you don't, we don't ever hear from him, do we? Very. <sighs> Very I think we kind of hear like things he oh, said to other people, but we don't want to give away. What yeah. Happened. yeah, it's mostly still told from his family members and the people, other people. But yeah, we love Chris Flowers. He's it's it's a really tragic story of a man whose life was ruined because he is basically falsely accused mm-hmm. of something, and um, it's a very interesting um, story of the justice system and yeah. the how fallible it is and the cracks in which you learn a lot about like jury selections and yeah. all that double jeopardy bad stuff. Investigating. That was really interesting. Yeah, yeah. Bad investigating. Yeah. And it's just, it's really, it's, it's pretty, I don't know. I think that the podcasters do a really good job of telling the story and it's got a lot of, it's got a lot of twists, but um, yeah, if you're interested in the court system, it's definitely like, it's so interesting about that part of mm-hmm. it. I think. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Okay, for that's sure. it. I, it's a good one. I Check could it out. go on and on for a long time, and if we, um, I know, if we, it's hard for me to wrap that one up. But we maybe we'll have to do a full episode on this one one day, and where we can give away more of the details. So, listeners out there, listen to this podcast so that when we do our full episode on it, you can we can give all the spoilers away at that point. Yeah, right. yeah, I'd love to talk about it more. Yeah, for sure. Number two is. True Crime Obsessed, mm. which I got you hooked on. Yeah, you did. Surprisingly. Um, I feel like this is one that would have normally been the other way around. And now Emmy got me yeah. obsessed. Did I? Get, You're I got watch it too. Obsessed? Oh, good. You told me that I would I mean, have listen to, to it. keep going a little bit to get used to, to the podcast. Yeah. I did. Yeah. That's yeah. how Megan talked me into listening to it. Yeah. You got to know that, okay, the, it's hosted by Jillian I don't know. Pensavali. Sarah, did you? Pensavali. Jillian Pensavali. Okay. And Patrick Patrick Hines. Hines. (laughs) (laughs) So these two make, well, there's so many factors in the show that are amazing, but their friendship is, it just makes the show, like their banter. Yes. I mean, if you think we're good, (laughs) you would love Jillian and Patrick. They're so Um, hilarious. And his laugh. Yeah. She's like, Jillian is. Super sassy. Um, she's quite vulgar. <laughs> Lots of expletives. And then Patrick just thinks she's the funniest. Yeah, that's a person on the planet. Part. And so he just l- laughs at her all the time. Mm-hmm. But so the the premise of the show is they um, they talk about a different documentary each week, and they basically just make fun of it. Yeah, yeah. They I, break I've it yet down. to listen to one that's serious. I feel like they. Oh no, there's no. They they don't. In fact, they it's there are a couple that I've listened to that are actually pretty serious topics, and they do a good job of bringing the levity even in that very serious realm. But they're hilarious, and they do a really good job of breaking down the actual documentary. Right, so they still tell the story. They, they do just make you laugh. Yeah, throughout. totally. And I, and they play like they always play audio. They always play audio from the documentaries, <laughs> yeah. so it really helps you if you haven't seen it. It's it's better if you've seen it, but you can um, you know you don't you get a lot have, yeah. just by listening to it. And you know, if you heard last week's episode, they they do have an episode on Grizzly Man, which is mm. that's right. That's where yeah, that's where we heard some of the information. Actually, I think that we talked about mm-hmm. yeah. Um, they have well, and then 
If you guys don't don't know what Patreon is, um, there's this thing called Patreon that is a place where podcasters can get subscribers to pay for additional content to their podcast. So it's a way for podcasters to make money. Um, and hey, we should do that. Yeah, Nathan's <laughs> been trying to get me to do that. I'm like, well, Nathan, our tens of listeners are gonna have to really pull out those deep pockets. Um, but anyways, they have a Patreon feed and. They do, on their regular feed, they usually just do, like, one episode per p- documentary. Um, on their Patreon feed, they tend to do series. So, like, the stair. And they do all the good ones. Yeah, like, like they've done the Lacey staircase. Peterson. Yeah, they did the yes. Lacey Peterson one. They did the O.J. Simpson one. Um, Amanda Knox. They Amanda Knox, the yeah. They do the big ones on the Patreon Malin feed. Can. So, I would, mm-hmm. yeah, if you like them, listen to their regular feed and if you like them like we do, then I would recommend the Patreon. It's five dollars a month to be a Patreon, and totally worth it. Yeah, and basically, anytime you li- watch a documentary, you can head over there yeah. and see if they have an episode. Well, and for it's it, a good place to find do. more documentaries because that's what I when I first started listening uh-huh, to them, I just went true. through and listened to all the ones that I had seen, and then mm-hmm. I ran out, and so then I started going through and. Um, finding the documentaries that they were talking about and watching them and then listening to that episode. So it's a good way to find yeah, someone. I mean, you and I have you and I have listened to some together, Emmy, and we just like laugh cry. They're so funny. Totally. They pick up on all the things that you're thinking. Yes. I had watched Madeline they McCann's do. long before that. And I everything they mentioned, I was like, Yes. I, I haven't listened. I never finished Madeline McCann. Oh, you need I didn't finish that one. That one. What? Oh, I never finished the documentary. Oh, and so, so then I didn't listen to their. You need to watch the whole documentary and, and then, then listen, listen to them. them. Okay. Mm-hmm. So okay. We command you. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right. I will. We'll do it. We'll do it. Number three is where I originally heard of True Crime Obsessed was listening to this podcast. So uh, number three is Crime Junkie. Whoop, whoop. And I, I feel like if you're a true crime fan, you have to have heard of, at least heard mm-hmm. of Crime Junkie. Full body chills. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> nice. Good job, Sarah. Um, yeah. So Crime Junkie is, um, Ashley Flowers is the host. Her sidekick is Britt Perwalt. Perwalt? How do you say her name? Perwalt? Yeah. yeah. We don't know. We're not, we're not huge fans of Britt's commentary, but, um, <laughs> we, will, we will be nice. Um, but... They basically um, tell stories. Uh, Ashley's a really good storyteller, and mm-hmm. they tell true crime stories. Um, and most of them are ones that I had not heard of. Um, she mm-hmm. does do some same. of the yeah. They don't do. They don't necessarily do all the big ones. Well, they do the same thing. They the big ones are mostly on their Patreon feed. Oh, but um, I, I I was a Patreon of theirs for a long time, and then when my email got hacked, I had to like that one was under that email, and so I had to change it, and I haven't signed back on again. But Ashley is a very good storyteller. She used to be a radio host and she would, she was doing these like little true crime things on the radio and ended up turning it into a podcast. And they're really good. They're very scripted. Yes. I'm just going to say that. They're the opposite of us. They're the opposite <laughs> of us as far as their <laughs> preparation for the episodes. And yeah. it, it, but almost to a fault, I think. Yeah. It's like, and they actually, I, on the Patreon feed, they have, like, a little Q&A episode, and someone asked them, oh. are you scripted? Like, how scripted are the comments? And they admitted that it's, like, completely scripted. Like, even when Britt, like, intervenes her intervention. When Britt's like, wait, what? Wait, what did you say? <gasps> full 
body chills. But we still love it. We do love it. And, um, but and like I said, they're good stories and they're pretty concise and it's a good way to get a little short. But really interesting ladies. I don't think you're going to know this. I have some, I have some fun breaking news for you Ooh, about Crime okay. Junkie. I was, when I was looking up some information about it today, I found out that apparently last year in 2019, um, some people filed some plagiarism lawsuits against them. Uh-oh. Yeah. Apparently there's a journalist who had done a whole series about one of the stories that they told and basically said she stole all her research and didn't credit her. And Well, I have noticed that in more recent episodes, she's sourcing, she's saying, like, according to Cincinnati reporter, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. that must be why. Because um, then after this one reporter came forward, then a bunch of people came forward, including other podcasters, and oh. there were some that said she, she actually had, like, word for word taken their things they had said about it and like one reddit one reddit guy said she just basically read his reddit feed verbatim so well it's hard i mean what is she supposed to do she's not an investigator right well she wants to be basically but um yeah i mean i think i actually think she's pretty good about citing she doesn't always cite it on the podcast but if you go to their website she always has Mm -hmm. the links to everything she's used to put the story together i think probably the reason that Ironically, it ended up this way because it is so scripted. If she was just telling a story, mm-hmm. it probably wouldn't be as feel as much like she had taken there. But anyway, yeah. I guess I guess that's been a little problem. But as a listener, it's like they still tell the story really well. Yeah. It's interesting, and you hear about stories. So do we do we really care? No. Well, that's the th- the thing I like about it is that I feel like she does a good job of taking all the stories. Right. And, and stuff. And, like, breaking it down and, and giving you, like, the one short version of the story. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I like her, too. I like she's really she's really passionate. Like, she's really involved with Crime Stoppers. Yeah. And so she definitely has a cause behind what she's doing. Yeah, and, and they like do. And they through. actually donate a lot of money to, um, yeah. like, they'll they'll raise money to get DNA cool testing on cases mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So it is, it's cool. And, and um, I mean, yeah, she just, she's good. She's, she's good at what she does. So I don't. And know. we're hoping to meet her in September. <gasps> That's right, Mago and I. Have I told you? No, I'm like, what's happening? Mago in September? and I had tickets to their live show oh. in September in Denver, but we're pretty much assuming it's going to be canceled. But they've canceled. They've canceled a lot of them, but they haven't canceled that one yet. So we'll see. TBD on that. Number four is uh, one Emmy told me about called Your Own Backyard. Oh. And mm. this one is so good. You watched it, Sarah. I mean, you listened to I it, did. Sarah, right? I did. Okay. Loved it. So Your Own Backyard is interesting for us because it happened in our in own backyard. In our because, own backyard. In our own backyard. Yes, because this podcast investigates um, the 1996 appearance of- Disappearance. Of disappearance <laughs> of Cal Poly student Kristen Smart. But here's the crazy thing, guys. She disappeared on- Sarah, maybe I kind of guessed. I think it's May 26th, 1996. May 25th. You're so close. Oh. One day off. Oh, so close. So close. So close. Once we start making money, we're hiring. Cars. I know for sure. <laughs> I'll do it for free. Um, <laughs> so she disappeared May 25th, 1996. And oh my gosh, I mean, like when when did we move into the dorm? June. June. I looked it up. It was like June 14th. It was, it was, maybe it was, it was 
Maybe it was the 17th. I think it was almost exactly three weeks. I think she disappeared Friday night. I think you're right. And I think we moved in three weeks later on the Saturday. Yeah. So we started our freshman year and like go back to episode one. This is when we met. Right. (laughs) Became roommates at Cal Poly, um, which is in San Luis Obispo, California, for those of you that don't know. But um, so yeah, so we're starting college and everywhere you look, there's like these missing person billboards with Kristen Smart's photo well, on and they're it. like organizing I mean, flyers all over our they're campus. organizing searches. But the mm-hmm. the weird thing is when I listened to this podcast, I was like, I don't think I had ever, even when we were there, I mean, which makes sense because we were 18 and we were totally obsessed with our own lives. But I didn't, I don't, it did not hit me when we were there how mm-hmm imminent this was like it had just happened and we I know it felt very far removed it it felt like it had been like this thing that they had been looking for her forever but to realize now that it had only been three weeks it's a little crazy to me yeah well this they did a great job I mean I I learned a lot about the case Mm -hmm. um spoiler alert there's no way that Paul Flores didn't kill her no 100% 100% he killed her. He 100% killed her. We should say that's Ew. just our own opinion. I don't know. Do we need to say that? <laughs> oh, disclaimer of sorts? Allegedly. Okay. Allegedly. But but not allegedly. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's really good. It goes into like, I mean, they're, they're looking for her body under, you know, the driveway of his, well, first his parents' rental, right? They, and then the their house. home, yeah. their primary yeah. residence. Um, and they find like some anomalies, but they just can't. I don't know. I it's kind of been a while since I. Well, they to it. found Sarah like they found her earring. They found her earring in the backyard. Well, an there's earring some, that they yeah. Think there's some hers. discussion as yeah. to whether or not it was actually hers, but um, yeah, there's just a lot of basically there because there's never been a body. Was a so terrible investigation. Like, and there's a lot terrible. of speculation that it was because his family, Paul Flores, this other he was. So Paul Flores was another student at Cal Poly, and basically what happened was they were wa- um, she was walking. Side home. note, side note, he's a total weirdo. Yeah, very strange. But she was walking home from a party. She was very, very inebriated, and walking home from a party, there was a couple people helping her get back. Um, one of them was Paul Flores. At some point, he broke off from the rest of the people with Kristen and took her and said he would take her back to her room. Right. Everyone went to their separate dorms, and then she was never seen. Again, and she never made it back to her. But like, room. I mean, cadaver dogs, yeah, oh, yeah. like cadaver dogs, mar- whatever. In the alerted in, the in room. his room, and, 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 well, and the, mm-hmm. near the cement in the mom's backyard. Oh, right. Yep. And so the interesting, so yeah, so he his family was from the area, and the speculation is that his family had connections with the police, and that's why the investigation was not done well. Mm-hmm. Um, just as a fun personal note, um, one of my friends from high school that went to Cal Poly with us. Um, when he went to check into the dorms, they like pulled him aside and told him that um, the room he was assigned was the room that they believe Kristen Smart had been killed in. Is that Jeff? Yeah, it was Jeff and his cousin. Yeah. And um, basically the dorms were completely full. And so if he didn't want to, but like the room had been cleaned and all the furniture had been changed and the carpeting had been changed and it had been painted and yada, yada, everything. But um, basically, they either had to stay in that room or they would have to go on a waiting list to try to get into a different room and find other housing. So he lived in that room. It was the room that I think she was killed in. But that's crazy because he probably when the cadaver that, dogs signaled in that room, it was after it had been repainted and cleaned. And Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were coming all the time. He said he oh, said gosh. they got interviewed. He, and his, he, he roomed with his cousin that year, and 
they were interviewed for like by some news outlets and stuff. But yeah, it was it was. But like I said, and I'm sure he felt the same way. It, it felt like we were so removed from it. It didn't. I don't mm-hmm. think any of us really. I don't think it really sunk in. It just shows the mental state of an 18 year old. Exactly. Exactly. But anyway, there. So this podcast has spurred some um, yeah. additional investigation, and they actually have recently um, served like eight search warrants, right? Something like that. Was that in the last episode? The most recent one. They did an update. The most recent one. Oh, I don't think I've listened oh, to that. Oh, yeah. There were oh. like eight, right around, I want to say it was around Christmas time. But this quarantine mm. has my timetables all messed up, so that could be wrong. But it was what is time? very recently they um, served several search warrants, not only in the slow area, but also in San Pedro, in where which is where Paul Flores lives now, currently. So mm-hmm. there is some definite movement in this case, and they're hoping to try and really actually find her body at some point. Emmy always catches the updates. Listen, people, I got I my finger got my finger on the pulse. You need to tell us every time. Okay. I miss them. Me and <laughs> me and Mego are missing the updates. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. All right. Well, I sure hope they I hope there's resolution on that one. I know. Actually. I do too. Wouldn't it be crazy after all these years? Because I mean, mm-hmm. the whole time Mego and I were at Cal Poly, everyone talked about Kristen Smart, Roxy. They, that was her nickname, Roxy. Uh-huh. And then we actually did have a serial killer on the loose in slow while we were there. <laughs> Well, and Scott Peterson, Scott and Lacey, they met at Cal Poly. Oh, that's right. They did? Yeah. 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 Yeah, there seems like a quaint little place there, but. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, Sarah is going to wrap us up with number five. Okay. Number five is called The Thing About Pam. Mm -hmm. I listened to this entire podcast yesterday. (laughs) Mm-hmm. It's a short one, but it's we that good say. that I couldn't stop. That's how listening. committed. That's how committed. Sarah I am committed, is. but yeah. it was a short one. Yeah, and a really good one. Yeah, it's, um, a good one. it's another small town Missouri um, murder. It took place in 2011, but um, this man named Russ comes home oh. one night and finds his wife dead in the house and calls the police, which is kind of the first yeah controversy is his his police call him sobbing and you know yeah. All right. That. They uh, everyone speculates about everyone whether speculates or not it's everyone tries to yeah, everyone tries to pick up right, yeah, the reaction. Um and basically he's arrested for the murder because of course it has to be the husband and they don't have good evidence. Mm-hmm. Um he even has a like alibi with four friends. Right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um he was at a, he was at playing games and watching movies, but they um apparently didn't think that was good enough, so they arrest him, he goes to jail. And then Along comes Pam, and it turns out Pam. Along and I'm not going to Pam. Along comes Pam. <laughs> turns out Pam is a really good friend of his wife. His wife's name is Betsy. Um, They're like co-workers, right? really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. that's actually questionable. There's a, there's mention of whether what their that's relationship true. was, and I still am confused if that was just something Pam made up or not. Yeah. Well, they're a, such good friends that Pam got herself on her right life insurance right. policy. Right. Turns out we don't. We find out because this is a Dateline. Yeah, um, it's Keith. Listen, we should say it's Keith Morrison narrating. So, so it's very dramatic. Oh, Emmy, can you do can you do a Keith oh, Morrison? Not me. Um, oh, impression? Keith Morrison. I mean, can you get Come your on, voice close your eyes. Oh, I don't know. Can I do Keith Morrison tonight on that thing about Pam? I don't know. <laughs> you have to do like he does those great pauses. I know. Like I'd had to like listen to him. I don't know that way. You just put me on the spot All with right. that. Ego. Maybe I've we should have practiced right. that. I know. I wish I had because now Shoot. I feel like I could have done it really well. 
Well, because the point is, because it's Dateline, they don't tell us until after we hear he's been put in jail that turns out his wife was terminally ill with cancer. Oh, that's right. So, oh I haven't listened to this in a long right. time. I forgot well, this Well, so somehow Pam got her to sign over $150,000 worth of life insurance four days before she died. That's right. Over to Pam. Mm-hmm. That's well, and there, there's like this whole thing like – is like was Pam in love with her? Right? Yeah. Isn't there holding like was confusing. Pam in love? Her with name her? is Betsy, right? Yeah, Betsy. We keep calling her, right. her. Betsy. 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 Okay. Yeah, and then they also like it. They it seems like perhaps Pam was purposely trying to drive a wedge between right. Betsy and Russ. She claims Russ was this horrible, manipulative, right, um, abusive husband. Like that he was beating her, right? Yeah. But there there isn't really any corroboration for that from anyone else, mm-hmm. right? Right. Yeah. So. Turns out, I'm allowed to say what happens, right? Am I allowed to give this away? So stop listening if you don't want a spoiler. <laughs> but then come back. I mean, they pretty much give it away pretty quickly. I don't mean, they? I won't tell everything, but it's pretty clear that Russ is innocent and Pam is guilty. Right. Um, and she, I mean, because she goes to great lengths to make him look guilty. Great lengths to including. Mm-hmm. Right. Doesn't she kill someone else? Well, she does eventually, but before yes. she does that. Like, eight days after Russ goes to jail, she conveniently drains the $150,000 account that was right. supposedly going to be used for her kid, the, the kids. Betsy's kids. Betsy's kids. Betsy has the died. Children, yeah. yeah. So, very convenient. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. When they had Russ's trial. No, she trial, kills two people. Yeah. No, she eventually is going to kill someone else. But this is, that's how she yeah. finally gets yeah. caught. But before that, she's at the trial. They won't allow that evidence into the trial. Do you remember that? That that she had gotten the money and that she drained the account. Oh, mm-hmm. that's right. But that's why Russ is in jail See, for two once years. Once again, the court system. Court system. They said it was just haywire. They said it was just like a red herring and it would confuse the jury. <laughs> oh my gosh. Ridiculous. So, anyways. It sounds kind of important. But this one, the reason they made a whole podcast, um, this is not coming back to me. The reason they made this whole podcast was because they did a dateline episode on this story. Before they figured out it was right, Pam. Right. Yes. They had done a Dateline episode oh, yes. about this. And then that's what ended up gets, getting that guy killed, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We won't give all away all that. You'll have to listen to it to understand that. But anyway. It's kind of a long convoluted story. It is. But and Dateline is involved because she even impersonates a Dateline producer, um, right? right? Producer at one point. Yeah. yeah. Pam does. So it, like, Pam. that's the reason they made this podcast was to like show how Dateline had like played a role in this whole right. story. And mm-hmm. it's really interesting. It's a good one. And I did not yeah. give it all away. There's so much Yeah, more. there's crazy. a lot of twists. It's, and still, it's still going on. Oh, my on. gosh. Her mom. What happens with her mom yes. at the end? Yes. Oh, I forgot about that. So I, we won't tell you about the other murder. Yeah. The other it's, a sh- it's only six episodes, and they're only like 30, 30 minutes, minutes, right? So this is like, obviously, Sarah listened to it all yesterday. You guys can get through this yeah, one quickly. Yeah, I mean, it's really good. And you like got I this. said, who doesn't love to listen to Keith Morrison? Very dramatic. It was good. So dramatic. You're really obsessed with I him. I love Keith Morrison. Well, then you need to work on the impression. Well, I know. I really do. Well, I think I love him because I grew up listening to him. Yes. I mean, like, he, you know, he. I think he was an L.A. reporter before he became, like, a, a big Dateline guy. And so I, I, had, I grew up with his voice. Mm. Love him. I don't think I love him as much as Kristen. Um, you know, Dax's wife. What's oh. her freaking name? Kristen Bell? Kristen, Kristen Bell. Bell. Kristen Bell's yeah. super, super obsessed with That's Keith, right. Keith Morrison. Yeah. That's right. Really? Oh, yeah. Big time. They <laughs> had him on Armchair Expert because they're super. They love Dayline. That's a voice. That's- okay, let's do, let's do, here, I'm I'm throwing a just made up lightning round question to you guys oh. in addition to the one we talked about. But oh, okay. If you were going to tell someone, where, which one should they start with? Oh. Of these. Ooh, good question. Well, Sarah, I would start- what would you say? Oh, Sarah, go. Sarah, go first. Well, I don't know. That's so hard because we picked <laughs> Wait, your turn, Emmy. I feel like um, 
That they should actually probably start with what I just said, the thing about Pam, because it's quick and it's it'll get you hooked like, ooh, these true crime podcasts are so good. But then, then I would say in the dark because Curtis Flowers, you know? Oh, good point. Yeah. I agree. I was going to say the same thing because it's a short one. And short I one. and it's not it's not a real, like, yeah. there's not a whole lot of yeah graphic information. True. It's not, like, real morbid. Yes. I mean, obviously people die, yes. so it's sad. But um, mm-hmm. it's not, like, a real, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, it's not real explicit. Is that the word I'm looking for? Mm-hmm. Violent. Sure. Explicit. I mean, like. Disturbing. Yeah. yeah. It's not a, it's not, like, yeah. a super morbid one. So. True. Yeah, I was, she kills three people, but it's not morbid. <laughs> okay, well, definitely you should listen to Thing About Pam because that's what I was going to say as well. But yeah. your own backyard would be oh, a close yes. second for me. Mm, yeah, and that one's also not super long. In the Dark is amazing, but In the Dark is pretty wow. long. And especially if you mm-hmm. do both seasons, they're both lengthy. And then um, and then the Curtis Flowers one is still ongoing. And, it, and I think they have probably 15 or 16 episodes already on that one. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I'd say True Crime Obsessed okay. and Crime Junkie are for like people that are crazy like us and want to listen to episode mm. after episode after episode. Yeah, for sure. Because that's mm-hmm. those two. So the three other ones, the In the Dark and um, that thing about Pam, and then what was our third? Your own backyard. Oh, in your own backyard. Those are all ones that are about one specific case. But Crime Junkies right. and True Crime Obsessed, those are about those. Each episode is about a different case. So yeah, it's those are the ones that for the really wanting to dig deep into the true crime podcast genre. So speaking of getting in deep, our other lightning round question Mm -hmm. was, so I find myself, I'll get a little maxed out on true crime and I'm like, okay, my spirit needs something else. Sarah and I are shaking our heads at each other because we don't really get maxed out on true crime. You don't get maxed out? Okay. You're the normal one. Yeah. You're the normal one. Well, I was, so I was asking you guys to name three non-true crime podcasts that you listen to. Why don't you start, Mago? You do two, okay. we'll do one. Because <laughs> we will listen to the same one. I already know what your one is. <laughs> we both listen to the same one. Uh, I know what it is. Okay. Well, mine are um, Mom Struggling Well. I think I've, I don't know if I've talked about that one on the podcast. Yeah, I think but you may have. I don't know. She's a Christian. She's just doesn't take herself too seriously, but she interviews really great people and it's uplifting. And I feel like I listen to her and I'm like, I'm going to go parent my kids with joy. <laughs> wow. Ooh. Maybe we should Maybe listen we to her more. Listen, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I leave my office and I'm like, oh, I suck. <laughs> okay. And then um, The Happy Hour with Jamie Ivey. Do you guys ever listen to that? No, I've heard of Jamie Ivey though. Yeah. Anyway, it's, it's similar. It's just, it's positive And she's just interviews like women I've heard of and with, I don't know, great stuff to say. And then um, the last one is called The Place We Find Ourselves. You guys are like looking at me so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect you to know any of these. The, it's called The Place We Find Ourselves, and it's about, um, I don't know, how would I character? He's a counselor. I don't know. He he just talks about like very interesting like growth topics Okay, that kind of line up with growth. I'm trying to find in myself. <laughs> meanwhile, so meanwhile Sarah and I are over here just digging into true crime. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so why don't you, like, do you want to say it in unison? Well, I'll you're... let Sarah say that one because I actually do have one other one. I know. I'm wondering if you're, I okay. okay. Well, we both tend to listen to Armchair Expert. I mean, tend to yeah, or tend basically to, or listen do. to it always. I mean, there's 
There's a few episodes I haven't listened to. Let's put it that way. Yeah. And it's not even because I agree with their views on no. everything at all. It's just because I love Dax Shepard. Love him. I like. Love him. Just love him. Like Keith Morrison, love him? Yeah. 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 And maybe even more. I and, might love And Dax Monica. More. We like them both. Oh, love Monica too. Yeah. I don't know. And we like Kristen Bell. Do you know what I like about it? Because I really do love it. And for sure, I do not always agree with their viewpoints. But that's kind of what I love about it is that I feel like it's. Mm-hmm. He. I think they do a very good job of having a strong viewpoint without making it making it feel like you're stupid if you don't have yeah, that same or viewpoint. Or lecturing or anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very non They're gentle. Yeah. And, it is. And it just, it does, it, there are a lot of times where it makes me see the other side and go, oh, okay, maybe I need to, like, revisit my thoughts on that. So Also, sometimes mm-hmm. they interview someone that I think I'm not very fond of, mm-hmm. and then I totally. maybe go, oh. I see another side of that person or learn something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we all know. Do we all know? Have we ever talked about my Kate Hudson hate on this podcast? Well, that's why I was wondering if you're yes. going to mention that one. Oh, not on the podcast. but Well, yeah. I I, I had – we'll tell the story someday, but I had – I was very strongly opposed to Kate Hudson. And then she was on an episode, and I was like, hmm. oh, maybe I misjudged that Kate all these years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so. then do you still listen See, to that's her good. podcast? I haven't ever listened to hers. Have you listened to hers? I have. Sibling Revelry. Is it good? Is that what it's called? Yeah, Sibling so. Revelry. Yeah. I actually kind of enjoy it, but I enjoy her brother more than her. Yeah, I liked him more than her on the on the podcast. So on there the... you go. Look, there's two. That's all I got. Those oh, two. Good job, Sarah. <laughs> yeah, that's Kate Edson and her brother, Oliver Hudson. They have a podcast together called Sibling Revelry. What's your What's your additional one? Mine okay. is um, How I Built That, which I have talked about here on this podcast oh, before. Yeah. How I Built That with Guy something. Um, Guy Raz, I think is his name. But it's just about um, big businesses and how they got started and their story. I, I love story. So mm-hmm. it's like the stories of how these businesses got built. And Well, and you like to start businesses all the time. So. I also like to start <laughs> businesses Touché. often. So Nathan yeah. is nodding emphatically. Anyway, yeah. Okay, well, if you think you're, if you think we're that we're crazy for the true crime, mm-hmm. then we, there you go. We just gave you. However, I think if anyone does think we're crazy for the true crime, they'd skip this episode. So right, <laughs> that's true. There's no way they would have gotten yeah. this far. <laughs> anyway, okay, well, Sarah, that was so fun. Thanks for coming, Sarah. We're gonna. Will you come I back? I really feel like she needs to be our fact checker. I will so be your fact checker. I well, like. She it. just said she'd do it for free, so <laughs> you're yeah, hired. I'm then cheap. We can afford that. <laughs> <laughs> but when you get rich and famous, then I get a cut. Okay, deal. Okay. Deal. Don't worry. We'll have a great, like, employee party. Oh, perfect. I I am good at mm-hmm. training my employees to things. Okay. Well, yeah. we love you, Mego, and miss you. Wish you had been here, too. I love you. I wish I was, I wish I was there Me with you guys. Too. I, I want Mego so here. Fun. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes so you don't miss an episode. And while you're over there, please give us a five-star review. Also, give us a follow over on Instagram. We are at 5 Things Podcast. That's the number 5 Things Podcast. If you have any topic suggestions, we would love to hear them. So send us a DM through Instagram and we'll try to get you on the show. That's right. It all would not be possible without the help of Jeff and Taylor over at Goodyear Audio. You can find them on Instagram at good underscore ear underscore audio. And they can help you with all your podcast needs. We'll meet you back here next week.